0: Okay. But what's the name for someone that smuggles owls? Uh, a sheeper. Hello, Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brad. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the ordinary owler. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, how are you? What have you been up to?
1: H- howl are you? Howl
0: are you? Howl's moving castle howl, are you?
1: Owl hack shack. Ooh, Nice segue into my spiffing, actually, Steve. But we'll get to that in about forty-three minutes. Um, <laughs> so I've been continuing my um, endeavour of doing a different job every day, um, going from being on a roof installing solar panels to um, helping out little old ladies. Uh, oh, I'm I'm running a kind of reverse pyramid scheme where I help <laughs> I help a little old lady out. And then she tells her two of her friends, and then I have yeah. to go and help out two more old <laughs> ladies. And don't get paid for any of that. <laughs> yeah, not yet, anyway. <laughs> um, today was trying to hunt down um, some Victorian dado rail, like picture rail. Ooh. So, you know, like a specific profile to match. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. someone came and did some plastering in this old biddy's house, ripped it all off, and then just threw it away, and didn't <laughs> think that they had to put it back on.
2: <laughs> Fuck <laughs> sakes.
1: Um. And so, and it's more than just, can I find someone who's got the right bit for the yeah. shape? Because obviously back in the day, it was made with like a hand plane, like a, one of those yeah. bespoke hand planes with a profile and like, yeah, yeah. Um, but the dude at the, the sawmill was saying that even if you have the bit, there's like a bullshit health and safety thing in the UK where you can't use it unless you've got the matching like female part for the fence. Oh uh, yeah, yeah! Otherwise, they're not allowed to use it because shape, shape is a mental enough anyway. But like, yeah. um, so he's like basically. There's very few people making like loads and loads of different profile, yeah, things unless it's a specialty thing. And they just had. And I went around. I went around every timber yard in Wigan and St and St Helens, um, and the the one place that I found they had one that is like so close to match. Yeah. Um, and I reckon the bit that's just, there's just like an extra bump. And I reckon yeah. I can just like tear that off with a hand plane. Just, yeah, yeah. just run down it with, with a little block plane and it'll be sweet. Um, so yeah, that was that. And then uh, at the weekend, it was the perennial um, burger competition. Oh, yes. But I'll come back to it after you've done yours, Steve, because it's a nice yeah. segue into the uh, the shopping for today.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I like
1: that. Uh, spoiler alert, I didn't win
0: okay cool uh i mean i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm very excited about the burger competition now um brett what about you how has your week been weeks been
2: yeah um it is not great and i won't go into a bunch of detail just because it's tedious and unnecessary but uh as i've been trying to get done with the trailer for the last (laughs) I thought no. I was in the final throws like a month ago. Um, I'm in this situation over the last few days where it's like one step forward, four steps back. Um, some of it's because I don't, I've do not i never done some of these things before, and then uh, I've had some issues with the exterior, like trying to get it clear-coded, because I've never run an HVLP before. Um, What's an HVLP? High volume, low pressure? It's a spray gun. Uh, yeah, so I started doing that process the other day and then immediately ran into problems because I didn't have the settings right and everything like that. So long story short about what's been going on over the last couple of weeks is I wake up in the morning, I make progress, and then by the end of the day, I have to undo everything that I did. <laughs> it's not, isn't that just life? Like. Yep.
0: Yeah, so... I had a- I had a fucking brilliant thing uh, today, which is, can you remember when you were a kid and you used to go on a trampoline and fall over and then everyone would keep bouncing so you couldn't stand up?
1: That's basically what being an adult is like.
2: Yeah, it's pretty
1: much. And also literally after. what was happening the entire weekend at the burger competition because there was a lot of <laughs> there kids you on the trampoline <laughs> <laughs> there you constantly go. crying and screaming as all the other kids jumped around them. Yeah, brilliant. Nice.
2: Uh, yeah, so I'm still, I, I still have so much to do on it. Uh, although I thought I was getting to the end, just the project that won't fucking give me a break at this point. And I'm a little beat up about it just because I want to be making more progress, more forward progress, like markable forward progress. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm having trouble with, the motivation is difficult more than anything to like wake up in the morning and go undo everything you did yesterday. That mm. sucks. That's a that's a really terrible feeling. Yeah. Um and not to not to sound like such a downer on all this stuff, but I think we all kind of deal with it. This happens to be a large scale version of anything I've ever dealt with in the past. Um and I think it really all goes back to fucking aluminum. Like for a while <laughs> there, I was like, hey, aluminum's cool. <laughs> There's, there's reasons. I like riveting, whatever. Now I don't. like In this moment right now, I hate everything about aluminum. <laughs> um, and I'm also learning a lot more about... This is the silver lining of it. I am learning a lot more okay. about how far to push things before you finish other parts. Like if you really want to go back two to three months ago... Had I known what I know now, I would have done the exterior. It would have been cooler outside. Um, I could have spent more time dolling things up and making the exterior look and feel nice. And then I could have spent, yeah, it's warmer now, but, you know, I, I could have had this very reflective surface and an exhaust fan on the ceiling. And it would have been helping with the heat. And I could have been working on the interior. No big deal. Uh, really everything I'm dealing with right now is just learning after the fact, you know, it's the hindsight being 2020, but I can't go back to square one. So now I have to do problem solving to figure out how to continue moving forward when things just keep failing or, or just not going according to plan. So nothing new in the realm of making shit for a living, but a few frustrating days in a row is
1: no bueno. Is yeah. the is the idea of having to redo shit more painful than having to redo shit, or is it yeah. just because I, I I'm like I have that before I have to I, I have the I, I I stress about having to redo it again like the next day so I'm, I'm already worrying about it but then when I get down to it it's like no nah, this isn't so bad
2: <laughs> yeah
1: I I think you're right
2: with that um because right now it's just uh you go into the mental space of like well, that didn't work, or I've been defeated. And then you have to think about what you have to undo and then all the time that you put in before, so that becomes more weighted than actually getting to it and doing the process. Like, I'll get back out there and fix everything that I need to fix. I will, within the next day or two, and I'll keep moving forward. But right now, I hate it. I hate everything. I hate all of it.
0: It's just really demoralizing when you have to deal with that sort of shit.
1: Which, that's a, Speaking of I, demoralizing, Steve, what hey. are you up to? <laughs>
0: uh, I have... I mean, if you're going to talk about demoralizing, there was uh, getting the, the Land Rover back on the road and then uh, getting stuck in a petrol station because the, the fan belt was loose, so the alternator just wasn't getting spun up, uh, so the battery just wasn't charging, so filled up. And then the best of it is i was like fuck all right well i can't just wait here at the pump because they won't let you jump start a a car no they won't no they get very angry about that (laughs) so i was like okay i'll i'll push it back and i kind of looked around and it was like there was a couple of cars parked up but there was no one else around i was like oh fuck it all right i'll just do it myself so jumped out had the driver's door open and was like remembering the the fucking the the floor pan is like up at like thigh height. So I'm just pushing on the the door frame and like mo- trying to move the Land Rover along. And it's a perfectly level surface. So there's no like, um, like there's a little bit of momentum, but then it just comes to a stop if you let go. So every time I tried to jump in to just steer it, it would just stop. And um, so I'm, I'm pushing this along and this guy comes out like walking to his car, looked directly like quite a like, I don't know, maybe forty-five years old, like looked very healthy and all that. Looked directly at me, looked me in the eyes. I'm struggling to push this, and just smiled and walked up And I was like, <laughs> "Thanks, pal. This is really helpful." um But yeah, so got that sorted, uh, and I still need to sort the alternator because it's. I kind of did a bit of a, a quick fix there and then, um, but I need to get in under with some proper tools and and sort that out properly. Um, but yeah it's it's been a like because we did did an episode two three weeks ago something like that two weeks ago I think um which you'll you'll hear you'll have heard before that you hear this it's fine um but yeah since then there's been quite a lot happening and it's it's just been really lots of really good fun exciting stuff um made a lot of shit uh, made a batch of um like finished off all of the the ongoing projects that I've had before I've got two... uh like long term projects in terms of like stuff i'm making leftover one of them is a uh, a laminate knife that's that's for me so i am in no hurry to finish that the other one is a friction folder for terrier um which i want to get around to but i need to prioritize money making stuff first um but yeah i made a batch of uh, like little utility and craft knives um they were really good fun it was really nice to to make them and, and do that through to completion um, Although since doing that, uh, I've also put a survey out to see if people want that or if they want just the blade blanks so that they can then put their own handles on it. And it turns out everyone just wants to put their own handle on it. So I'm going to do another batch of um, probably like Sloyds, maybe some Lamforts, um, and sell them as they are so that people can handle themselves. Um, I did it a while back for the Patreons and everyone loved it. So I'm going to do it again because um, at the moment... I c- I'm not gonna lie, I of need to make some money. Because um, as much fun as like making stuff is, uh, I also need to be able to sell it. Um, and like I've sold two of the five knives, um, and I've got two bushcrafters, which uh, I'm fin- there. The knives themselves are completely finished, but I'm just doing the sheaths for them. Mm. Um, unfortunately, one of them, the Elm handled one, which I thought was going to be a bit meh has turned into one of the the best things I've ever made. It's absolutely stunning. Like, I'm genuinely really proud of it. Um, The You Handled one, which I thought was going to be beautiful and gorgeous, and the, like, the showpiece, just, there were so many little bits on it that just didn't quite go right, and, like, just, like, okay, I can get away with this, but then this and this and this and this, it's just, it's become, like, the the knife um, itself is, it's, like, maybe two three degrees off um like Mm it's it's got a slight bend in it um and it is very very minor and you're only going to see it when you're looking for it but like i can't i can't sell that knife now mm -hmm. um and like the the handle itself like there's a couple bits where um where i was uh grinding the handle to shape um like the wood it just a slip of the um the grinder or just like a little bit too much pressure or whatever and it's just it's not up to the standard that i wanted to be at um so i think i've basically just made myself a bushcrafting knife um which is lovely but that, that doesn't help pay the mortgage um what also doesn't help pay the mortgage but was really fucking good fun uh my friend simon that i used to work with at the other place um he is uh very very close well he's not but his partner is very very close to having a baby um, And so they are desperately trying to get everything sorted to um, be able to move into their new home. Their new home is a bow top caravan, like a traditional gypsy caravan. Hmm. Um, And it's fucking beautiful. Like it's all made from ash that's sourced locally, um, like steam bent, um, like some of it's like live edge. And it's it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So me, Joe and Jimmy went over to... Um, to Simon's little camp in the woods the other day, because um, he's got literally, it's like a, a garden shed and a caravan that he's living in, um, and like a bunch of lean tos and stuff. It's such a cool setup. Um, and to try and help him put the um, the insulation and the like the wax canvas on top of this bow top, and it was great. We like we got all this done. The insulation, is, like the so the inner fabric is. It looks like it's from the 70s. It's just this really bright, like orange and brown garish pattern. Um, And then it's just a load of um, carpet underlay. Um, And then this wax thing on top, Uh, except the wax canvas was not only the wrong colour, but the wrong size. Like they just sent it to him the wrong size. And we realised that just as it started to rain and we were desperate to get it on. So we've ended up covering it up with tarps and he's had to, um, to get a new one in. But that was... Just going and doing that it was just everything about what I love about life just everyone getting together pulling together to help a friend out in need and get shit done um I think we're gonna go back uh, fairly soon to well, like as soon as they've got the the new canvas um to help them actually put that on but but yeah, so that was really good um also Jimmy released a a batch of knives because he's um since being let go. He's obviously in a bit of a a pickle financially. Um, So he uh, made a batch of of blacksmith knives and uh, full steel, like just camp knife sort of thing. Um, And the blacksmith knives uh, with a a kind of new funky design that looks so fucking cool. uh, And this camp knife, he he hand chiseled in um, just like a, I guess like a geometric pattern, like just some lines and stuff on it. Um, And it looks fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice to see Jimmy, like he's, he's like, since um, no longer being at that place um, and having a little bit more freedom and a little bit more lack of toxicity in his life. He's, um, he's really come out of himself and he's really starting to go like to push forwards with the design Uh, side of things because that's what jimmy does he's an artist he's and he's a he's an artist and a designer and it's so cool getting to Mm. see that actually like be given the space to breathe and to to do things like um i'm really excited with what's what what is to come from him and from working with him um because we've got some very cool ideas that are coming up that yeah i'm super excited about um nice
1: did he just do that with a, a chisel
0: yeah just a chisel. Nice. yeah and it was all freehand as well like he just kind of was like oh i'm gonna do this and i like, even down to like the fact that because he doesn't have a touch mark yet um so he just stamped his initials in but rather than just stamping his initials in he stamped them in and then did a couple of lines either side just that like that little mm. tiny bit just made it go from being just normal to a little bit more than normal but it's, it's still it's still normal uh See, see if I did that? It's foreshadowing just ruined. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of Joe and Jimmy, uh more exciting news. Uh they will both be at Maker Camp uh this year. Um so the three of us are all all gonna be there um just as punters. So we're not gonna be doing um anything ed- with anything with anyone, although I'm fairly certain we're going to try and get in with the modern forge guys at some point and just have a bit of a a bit of a play um but yeah so i'm super excited about that they're actually doing they're going to be doing a class with zach to basically pay for the the trip um so they're going to be doing that uh like i think the week before maker camp um which is super exciting and i'm really looking forward to being able to be there with those guys um what else uh yeah we did a, we, like we've done a load of i'm gonna try and skip through the rest of it but we did a load of other um cool stuff we've done a lot of forge welding recently um because we've had this beautiful uh raw iron from the thames um that we've just been able to play with and it's been really nice um a couple new designs for bottle openers just because a friend wanted a bottle opener and whenever anyone says oh, can i can have a bottle opener i i like to kind of play around with it and like, well, how else can I do this? Like you've got the the standard variations. And it's like, what else can I do? Or even, you know, a variation that I've seen before that I've not had a chance to make myself. Um, so that was quite good fun. Just getting to play around with that. Um, and also we went to a, uh, a local wine bar, uh, sorry, local wine shop. And they, um, they had a load of other stuff to sell, um, including like a, a thing of cheese knives. And this set of cheese knives were, I think they were like 110 quid and they were just like, they were obviously cast something. Um, and then like covered over with like this, that horrible gold. Um, like it looks like gold spray paint, but it's not, it's like anodized gold or whatever it is, but they just just look tacky and kind of shit. And so I was like, fuck it. We can make cheese knives. We can make them out of stainless because they don't need to be, it's not like a, a kitchen knife where it needs to retain a really sharp edge. Um, So I kind of said to the guys like, right next, like tomorrow, let's just make some fucking cheese knives. Cause I think, you know, I think there's quite a few places where we could sell them and they would be great for the Christmas markets and everything else. So, uh, Joe went off like Joe just had an idea and made some cheese knives. Um, whilst he was doing that, me and Jimmy were both kind of discussing design ideas. And then Joe turned around with the first one of the like two or three that he was going to (laughs) make. This is what it looks like so far. And me and Jimmy just both just went, all right. Well, we're gonna stop designing it. <laughs> um yeah, that was that was good fun. Uh, just getting to do that. And it 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 did. It went like I had like the initial concept idea. It was like I right, because we could do the handles like this and make it super fucking simple. So they're not quick and easy to produce, but like they're not overly complicated. Um and they can be affordable. Um so yeah, we did that and it was really nice seeing that go from like conception to product in less than 24 hours. Um, and the other big thing that I did, I promise this is the last one. Al, don't worry. So,
1: uh, um, where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but did you ever meet Ben when you came down? My old housemate. Focus. Ben?
1: So what? This the I thought you going it. Yeah. 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 Sorry. No.
0: Uh, did you ever meet Ben? I'm not sure yes. you did. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course you did. Yeah, he was at the thing. Um, Ben is lovely. Uh, he's a, a wonderful human. And he has spent the last four months um, living uh, with some Buddhist monks um, about three quarts an hour from here in near Exeter. Um, and he's been living there with the with basically the idea of working his way into the religion, the, the thing. Basically, he's becoming a Buddhist monk. Uh, and he had his... Um, ceremony uh saturday sunday um for his like accepting like taking his vows and all of that like taking his vow of homelessness 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 um and uh and like all the other tenants and stuff like that and he is now like a an actual trainee uh buddhist monk and um and so he asked me to go down um for the service. Um, and a few of his other friends and like some family, uh, so I got to meet all them and hang out with them, uh, had some really good, interesting conversations and just got to spend a bit of time at this monastery, which I had no idea it was there. Um, and yeah, it's, it was, it was a fucking awesome experience. I'm really, really glad I got to go down. Um, really interesting speaking to some of the older monks as well. Um, and kind of getting there, uh, their point of views on stuff um and yeah it's just maybe like really excited for ben and for what's to come with him um and because the other thing is that like they do um like meditation workshops so like one saturday a month you can go down and it's like a three-hour workshop where they walk you through um meditation and mindfulnessness mindfulnessness that word um and uh and yeah, it's just it's it's a it was a really fucking cool thing and I was super excited about it and I'm super proud of Ben and of what he's he's going to do. And um yeah, it it it's been really nice and I enjoyed it. And Al, back to you about the burgers.
2: <laughs>
0: it was a great yeah, segue, so, what are you talking
1: about? It's like it's like uh being a monk, <laughs> but with a grill. Yeah. Um yeah, so we, we we do this burger competition every year. It's the pancake breakfast. We do it every month, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, everyone's trying to one up, you know, it's like oh, grinding your own meat, making your own buns, you know, making your own sides. Everyone's kind of like taking it to the next level each time. And this year, it just got to the point where everybody just went like too far. And I, I, I made bows, so they were like baoers, yeah. Um, and it was like pork instead of beef, and it was all you know, it was all these kind of Asian inspired flavors.
0: Wasn't this a, an episode of Parks
1: and Rec? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear. I can hear Ron now. Um, <laughs> and you know, there was veggie burgers. there. Somebody made um, like birria tacos. Uh, there was lamb cofter. Um, apart from the one dude who just made a cheeseburger and won hands down <laughs> it's like yeah because like you you can you can be fancy and yeah. you can you can try really hard but just sometimes it's like not that it ain't broke don't fix it cuz cuz all and and the the general consensus of the day was they were all delicious yeah right and and it was like oh and the people who normally just sit there and like don't want to take part—they were like, "This is the first year that every single one has been delicious because everyone's just up the game." Yeah. So yeah. like the the bar had been raised, but I think we all sort of lost sight of what the point was. And it was it was a burger competition. Yeah. And it was just like, can we can we just bring it back down a little bit and just go like, you know what, normal can actually be it's it's the average Joe thing. It's like average can be exceptional. Yeah. You know well, the- you don't.
0: I mean, it's because it's, it, you have, you see it all the time. I know you uh, earlier made the point about craft beer, but yeah. you see it all the time with drinks. Like you just get over and overly fancy with stuff. Like cider is the big one for me because like the the best thing about cider is proper farmhouse scrumpy where it's just,
1: <laughs> just, just rotten apples.
0: Yeah, it's just apples mashed up, put in a barrel, and just let to do their thing. And like, when you get all fancy, you start adding like fucking cucumber and, Tagine into it, and like, what? no, just just give me fermented apple juice. That's all I want. And um yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of like, let's say, just keeping things normal, classic. Yeah, classic. Like, there's a reason that that the the classics are the classics. Like,
1: but but this 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 came back to the 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 dado rail that I was trying to hunt for, mm. and also the like the coving, the plastic yeah. coving, and like this this poor lass like. She'd had so many builders round, or like whatever joiners round, and they'd all yeah, just yeah. gone like, "Oh, we're never going to be able to find that." Well, I just rip it down, and just wallpaper yeah. the whole wall, yeah. And like, oh, you can't find that coving? Just rip it down and get some of the just the the generic plain half round from B and Q, whatever. Just any, anything to avoid,
0: yeah. Having like, to do doing, to work. some work.
1: Um, but I actually did put the effort in and went and found it, and it yeah. was like it. It was it's obviously a classic profile. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously a profile that everyone had in their houses, so it's it's the one surviving one. You know, yeah. all the fancy ones died out, and they were too probably too complicated, and there was too many bits on the fucking uh, yeah. plane to sharpen and stuff. So it was just like you know, fuck that off. Yeah. This one's perfect balance of fancy enough but simple enough. Yeah. Um. So luck was on my side that I can get replacement. You know, stock made. So it's yeah, great, yeah. and because it was classic.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think like because the, the burger one's a good example because so many people like I say they because they, there's a burger place in town which in fact it's uh it's uh burgers and cider it's called and apple um mm. and some of theirs are like they, they, don't get me wrong like they do some amazing burgers but some of them like they've got a burger of the month and it can get super fancy it's silly. And it's silly yeah and but their like their standard burger the girt burger is it's literally just a bun beef cheese like couple bits of, uh, of like salady stuff and that's it yeah and the reason that that's so fucking popular is because it's a really good bun it's a really good burger and it's good cheese like that, that and i think when you keep it super simple um you just have to concentrate on getting that just those few things right mm-hmm. um and like, you like you see it in uh cooking all the time like just a few ingredients if they're good ingredients is so much better than Chucking half a fucking spice rack in, like yeah. you, don't, you don't need to put all
1: that in. If Where's got... the seasoning? Yeah, oh well, you Brits don't season your food. Uh, yeah, but like simple, simp, but like, but a simple burger isn't simple. No, because like has gone into like the cut of meat, how coarse the grind is. You know, yeah. the everything's gone into there to 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 make sure it's like, yeah. We need another word for simple because it ain't simple at all. It's, it's, just, it's just it's i guess is like classic the right word maybe but like it, it i guess it's
0: simple is because i was going to say I'm
1: and i don't want to sure. be like old-fashioned i don't want to be like oh, no stop changing my burger with your fancy new burgers it's like yeah go, go for it you know let's have some interesting new things let's 3d print yeah. it it's, in, it's cool right yeah yeah but yeah
0: I, I i'm thinking now because i i think you're right i don't think it is it's not simple because it's like that coving that's not simple you had to fucking no. hunt around for it it's
1: and it's ornate. eight
0: yeah i guess maybe because it's just doing the the thing right um and maybe it's like it's not even just concentrating on the basics but it, it is it's getting the basics right because if you don't overcomplicate things, things it's very hard to do simple right or to to do like to do the bare minimum, but do it really fucking well mm. um, but I think that's why a lot of people do kind of add on all these fucking extras is just to to cover up the fact that you know I mean that, like that's half the reason why um, like why curry exists is it was to cover the fact that <laughs> the meat was bad like, like it's that but, simple.
1: but then my, but then my favorite Indian food is not like curry, it's just like no. a really simple like grilled lamb chop. Yeah, you know, with a bit of lemon juice. You know, it's just like it's same with Italian food. It's like don't eat all the fucking horrible English shit that we eat yeah. in Italian restaurants. Just have a baked onion. Yeah, because it's incredible.
0: <laughs> Genuinely, one of the best things of fish. I, yeah, one of the best things I ever ate was the the whole baked onion that I yeah. had at the Epicurean. Amazing! It's just fucking amazing. <laughs> but like a a good carbonara like is so simple, but like it's so good if it's done well. But it's it's not. Easy to have that done well.
2: Well done. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yes. So, because we are talking about food and because I actually recently watched it again, for funsies, um, the menu is all I'm thinking of right now. So, if you haven't actually seen that, it's quite good, quite enjoyable, quite unexpected what happens in that film. But it's all about a very famous restaurant slash chef and his ridiculous dinners of deconstructed food and a breadless bread plate, which like everybody has a laugh at because what the hell does that even mean? Um, I think it's the idea that the the times that people focus on since we're talking specifically about food is let's use the best version of absolutely every ingredient that goes into that meal. When everything gets elevated like that, it, you start to realize that it's unnecessary, right? Or that the specifically food, the flavor profiles start to fight with each other because no one gets to be, no one gets to be the star of the show anymore. Now everybody's like pink Himalayan salt from (laughs) a, a melted glacier and something, you know, and then your lettuce is organically sourced something or other and your tomatoes or something different. When everything gets elevated like that, they all fight with each other. Yep. Mm. The The star of the show is not at the end of the day, that burger that's been constructed out of the most amazing of every single ingredient that's ever been put into it. The idea that you just have a good cut of meat. That's the point of a burger. Yeah. yeah vegetarians be damned I'm talking specifically about the traditional hamburger when you just get into and like a slice of cheese in that movie he's like what kind of cheese do you want oh sorry I don't want to dive into that too much anyway talking about burgers and it's like you use American cheese on a burger because it doesn't split when it gets heated so everything is dumbed down dumbed down in such a way where the flavor the flavors worked because they worked in their simplest form, so making those overcomplicated doesn't make them
1: better. Yeah,
2: and I don't it's, want a fucking
1: sourdough bun on my burger. I don't want anything beyond just no. white and it's squeezy it's, white bread. <laughs> yeah, I know
2: you've kind of talked about this before, Al. But um, oh shit, I kind of lost it with the are you, we were cooking and. I can't remember. You said something very specifically about like too many, too many flavors, right? Or too yeah. many uh I went into your spice cabinet and just started like, <laughs> what about this? And you're like, no, yeah. just hold on. Like, I know you want to get crazy with it. Um, but this idea that uh you know, putting putting extra care into every piece doesn't exactly make the the soup better. Yeah, yeah. Like simple is is good. I know you want to find a different word for simple, but this idea that a lot of people try and overcomplicate things. We've talked about the bells and whistles, adding too many bells and whistles to projects. We've talked about that before, but when you are aiming for um, just a humble, enjoyable food product, I think there's something at the core of us that appreciates the, the non complication of it all right yeah. it's simple to understand and when we look at projects that we make steve something like a well-made knife with a good handle yeah it's not over you can tell me 15 different types of epoxy stabilization that you did in this burl that it came from or whatever you can but at the end of the day it's really it's a piece of steel and a piece of wood yeah so if that's done right and you nail it great yeah. Adding I mean, adding more to that doesn't necessarily make it better.
0: Yeah. I mean the so this knife that I'm uh, that I've made the bushcrafter, it is um it's a piece of elm. It's not elm burl, it's not stabilized elm or anything like that. It's literally just a scrap of elm that I think came from Dandles when he was just having a clear out. And it was a boring, uninteresting bit of elm. But that with just like some green G10 liners, just this the knife itself it's there's nothing fancy about it it's just it, it is what it needs to be it's like um it's it it's it's what it needs to be and nothing more there's no um to it that there, there is no need for any access to it because it does what it needs to do mm-hmm. um like just while we're talking about food like uh my my ex's mother used to cook for us quite often and um, we'd go around, and like she was always raving about her mum's roast, and I had to tell her one day that i I just didn't particularly enjoy it because every single side dish was a dish on its own, like the carrots were amazing, they were cooked in like orange with this and with that, and like there was like fifteen different flavors just on the carrots, but then she'd do the same for every side dish, and it's just like this' is just too much I just if I'm having a roast, I just want like. Roast veg, like just plain roast veg. Like, yes, maybe do some honey parsnips, or maybe do the orange carrots, or do whatever. But like, if every single thing is a showpiece, then it's just it becomes too much. It's like fucking Homer Simpson's car. Like, it there's just too many things going on, and there's no there's no star of the show. It's like mm-hmm. a like a musical number where everyone's trying to do the solo sort of thing all at the same time, and you you just don't need that. Um and quite often, I think people, um, especially with with projects, they they worry about so much about having the the extra add-ons and the fancy bits and the little accoutrements that they kind of forget about the purpose of the actual thing that they're building. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, like that that knife, it would have been really easy for me to go, "Oh yeah, I'm going to put this on it, and I'm going to add this in, and I'm going to put this thing on there, and it's going to he's going to have all the bells and whistles. It's going to be amazing." It's like, well yeah or I could just make one like really good really simple thing that does exactly what I've set out to do, and you know that in itself is is kind of beautiful
1: i think I think that Brett when you were talking about uh is there an alternative to to simple or something no is it, uh, you know it's not necessarily about classic, but I'm just thinking about that like focus or that like elemental like I'm I'm really into the thing that that matters most, like you just said, yeah. then Steve. And it's like, but it also helps you focus. Yeah, and it, it it's it, it kind of like, um, I don't. Know, obviously, we <laughs> we three get distracted quite easily. No, um, but um, I think just even when you're working, if you've just got that focus on, like, I've got to do this bit right. Yeah, just close my mind off to everything else. Don't worry about that. You know, I've not got ten other things that I want I need to do on because that was. My shtick for a long time was, yeah, you know, distract them with 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 jokes and bells and whistles and like yep, yep. <laughs> light things on fire and, and and make fart noises and stuff, um, which is funny, but you're kind of not doing yep. anything properly.
0: <laughs> Actually, that like that's I hadn't even thought about it, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why I think this knife ended up turning out so well is because it wasn't a particularly exciting bit of wood or anything like that. So I wasn't going. Oh, I've got to highlight this like really nice swirl, or I can't cut that bit off because that's a really pretty interesting piece. I was just going. No, I just need to make the shape right. It needs to feel comfortable. It needs to. It needs to do its job. Hmm. Um, so I wasn't worrying about all of that. I was. I was focused on making it functional, and basically trying to do the best job I could. Um, without worrying about like, oh, I've got to include this bit, and oh, I've got to include that bit, and oh, I've got to get this bit right. Like, yeah. So I think like focusing on it is is really important. Like that's, I like when you were talking about it, I nearly said about keeping it pure, but that sounds
1: yeah,
0: that like that's just it's not a. That's like you're night. a purist, like you're a snob. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, has, yeah,
1: It has to be the uh, yeah. that, that water from that mountain, otherwise, the, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's not what I mean, I guess. Like. <sighs> I don't want to say like you you're concentrating on like the purpose of it, but like that's kind of like that that's where my brain goes to a lot is like the purpose of things and Mm -hmm. making sure that they actually serve the purpose that that they're there for. It's that whole um, function before form. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, like if you if you want to talk about like burgers, then there's that fucking the most expensive burger in the world that's got fucking gold leaf and this and that and like all of that serves no purpose other than like. The it it's not there to be a burger. It's there to be a an advertising gimmick.
2: Yeah, you know? I have heard um, that wasn't good from from no, a person that good. I no, I met, I can't remember who. Uh, I think it was somebody out in Las Vegas when I was working out there that was like, "Oh yeah, I've tried it. It's not good."
1: <laughs> Whereas yeah. you go to mom and pops, like greasy spoon cafe, where he's he's doing them on a skillet. Yeah, or just putting them in the deep fat fryer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just plain beef seasoning. Yeah. American yeah. cheese. I'd have yeah. 10 of them any day. Yeah. Well, no, I'd like gold it. leaf Wagyu burger.
0: Yeah, like the best tacos I've ever had were from a street vendor in Mexico. Like, it was just fucking good fish tacos. That was all it needed to be. Yeah,
2: I feel like there's something... I don't want to go on a, on a long rant about, oh, things used to be <laughs> th- this way. Um, I think innovation is important, right? I think pushing limits or or trying new things is very important uh, whether we are talking about food or the projects that we do but the what's Gary Oldman say in fifth film always old goldies but but oldies (laughs) what's he say about the gun I can't remember it's a a beautiful delivery anyway there's just there's, there's no real reason when you talk about purpose Steve that's what it makes me think of is just what is your reasoning behind changing the way that that thing has been done? Is it a drive for innovation or is it a drive to do something different, try something new, yeah. put your unique spin on it? That's tough. And, and we have talked about it before and Al, we, you brought it up even recently, but simple is difficult, mm, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it's kind of easy to elevate everything in a project to, I don't know, to, to make it seem not necessarily more complex, but it's like, I did simple better because I, it's
0: it's more grandiose. It's more. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know.
2: I don't know. Is it, is it just an ego thing that we, we have as a society, I think to just push, push things in a direction that they don't need to be pushed.
0: I think it there's a little bit of, of of that but there's also like with with a lot of people especially like within the maker community people have a tendency to go I've never done this thing before so I'm going to overcomplicate it rather than doing like the basics just to get it right they go no well, I'm only going to do one so I'm going to do the the best ever and I'm going to improve on this thing that I've never done before so like if, if you want to reinvent the in reinvent the wheel great go for it but make a wheel first like I think it far too often people will try and improve on something when they haven't done it well in the first place. Or you know understood
1: what I mean? or understood it. Even if they, yeah, yeah. they're not doing it. But yeah. I, th- I think I think you're right, but I think innovation has lost has gone off the rails. Hmm. Like just back to car talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of like the biggest selling points of like a Volkswagen in the nineties was the sound that the door made when it closed. Yeah, It was a really satisfying thing and and was testament to how well-fitted and engineered it was. Mm. And now all cars innovate. I mean, they're all the same thing, right? They're all the same platform. There's like three cars on planet Earth now. But it's none of that now. It's like what can be updated in five minutes via an app. Yeah. Like your phone. Like phones 20 years ago. Yeah it was like the tactility of it and the function and the form and people and people were looking at different shapes and stuff. And now it's just, it all is homogenized yeah. and there isn't any innovation and people are innovating the wrong things. Yeah. And I think it's innovation for innovation's sake, as opposed to like you say, Steve, understanding what makes it it classic and timeless. Yeah. Nothing, nothing from the last 20 years is going to be timeless.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of those where, you know, rather than stripping something down from, like like getting a product or whatever stripping it down to its bare essentials of what is this thing at its core they just take what's already there and try and tack something else on the outside Mm. and it's just constantly adding to it rather than breaking it down yeah rather than breaking it down and going like right at its core what does this product need to do what is now expected of it what what improvements um are actually a benefit and what improvements uh actually like disadvantageous like what what what's good about it what's not and and starting from the ground up again they just like everyone just constantly wants to add another thing on add another thing on add another thing on and i think sometimes it's important to go actually i'm going to make the absolute bare minimum use that or look at that or do whatever with that and understand a the process of making it and b the process of like using it and what it's it's for and then kind of adding on to that, like I'm not talking like if someone's like doing a painting and just is making a really elaborate thing, I'm not saying, right, you should go back to drawing stick figures, but sometimes it is really beneficial to to go back to do it. Like, cause I, just as an example with with like blacksmithing, like I've seen people where they've really struggled with, like they're making these really complicated um, pieces and they're really struggling with um, getting this, like this last little bit right. And it's a really complicated um, like spiral or something like that they're doing it's like well it's because your tape is not clean and like <laughs> you, 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 like the very basic thing isn't quite right and that's yeah. causing problems further down the line like get that thing right and it makes that later state like later process much much easier and, and because people aren't going back to those basics um very often it's it's easy to kind of miss that it's it's the whole like not seeing the wood for the trees
1: yeah and uh, I think that 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 basic elemental stuff is what we should be practicing and preaching, yeah, not the oh look at this person they're pushing the boundaries and they're 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 experimenting all this stuff, like just like ranting about mobile phones, like the only innovation I've seen in mobile phones in ten years is those guys who made that really simple phone, yeah, like the light phone or something, and it was just like a white square. Yeah, But it you know you, you couldn't like there's no multimedia on it. It was just texting and phoning, and it was what a phone was for. Yeah, battery probably lasts a month. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was like, but you could take advantage of modern components, and you could have a nice OLED screen. Yeah, and some lovely you know haptic feedback or something. You know, you could you could innovate in a way that's making taking advantage of things like video games. I I don't get excited about video games anymore. Unless it's a really cool indie game that's like just just all about the the sensorial nature. Yeah. You know, it's not about like oh how how fucking many frames per second and like like, because I used to care about I used to care about tech, right? I used to love tech. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm just bored of it because it's it's all just like chasing the wrong thing.
0: But a lot of those indie games that you get excited about, it's because they are focusing on a single point. Like they're Mm -hmm. going, We're gonna use like this. Th- this particular type of physics engine and we're going to really explore what you yeah, can do yeah. with just this rather than going oh we're going to put this in and we're going to put this in and we're going to put this in like they don't have like so many especially like the AAA games like they don't have that that strong core feature it's just we're going to chuck everything in and hope that you get so bamboozled by how flashy everything is yeah. you're not going to notice that the actual core gameplay is kind of shit <laughs> or kind of <laughs> generic like and um yeah it's it's such a um a difficult thing to understand and i do think like a lot of the the biggest innovations come from people that that do actually understand that that like the core aspect of whatever it is they're innovating it on um and they tend to be people that are very good at those simple processes and they're going like right this is The base and build off from that again because they're not looking at what everyone else is doing. They're not looking and going, like, oh, well, I've got to include this, I've got to include that. Like, right, this is what I need to do for this thing to be the thing. What else can I add on to it? Rather than going, well, they've added this, they've added that. So, yeah. Sorry about that.
2: I find it interesting, though, that not just the three of us, but people in general are often able to recognize when something simpler when somebody's nailed the simplistic approach to things like ow, your entire story was yes it was a parks and rec reference in real life but ron gets done making the cheeseburger or the hamburger at the end of that and he's like put cheese on it put ketchup i don't care and they're like yeah this one wins the idea that you know There's lots of stuff out there. I know we keep coming back to the food thing because it's where we're comfortable, but projects that go out there that people are like, wow, this is really amazing, or it looks really, really nice, but you don't have uh, visceral or tactile interaction with it. You see it online, social medias, YouTube's, whatever. But everyone recognizes. It's like everyone recognizes when somebody nails simple. Mm. And I find that fascinating because we clearly are... Creatures of habit in terms of like oh but new oh but new video game shiny yeah, yeah. oh but new video game system shiny phones everything that we're talking about example wise but then somebody fucking nails it and everyone goes what were they doing? Yeah like what why why is it that we're able to not not just recognize simple and go in that direction but like we get distracted by new shiny Millions of frames per second on video games, and you know, four hours of highly rendered cutscenes that don't really need to be part of the game. <laughs> like, and and to uh, to the credit of the indie game thing, and just to bring up an example, anybody that has a Switch, a Nintendo Switch, buy Death's Door, or uh, what's the one with the rats, Tales of Iron. Either of those two games indie games will take you less than like 10 hours to beat. Mm. And they were some of my favorite video games to come out in the last three years. And I played the Zelda game not too long ago. And I basically finished it, although it was a lot of gameplay. I beat it and was like, huh. And I I love Zelda games. It is at my core that I love Zelda games. But I played that one and was like, it was neat. Thank you. But yeah. when I played Tales of Iron... And Death's Door, I couldn't stop talking about them for ten weeks.
0: the The last big game I can remember getting excited about um, was the Portal games, and it, it was games where it, it, it was because it was completely different. You didn't, there was no running around with a gun shooting everyone. I mean, granted, the portal gun is technically a gun, but yeah. Um, but it, it was a, it was unique. It was innovative at the time. Like it was, it was a completely new thing. And I think the, the the problem that you have is there is innovation for innovation's sake um, where, like Al said, you're not actually improving anything. You're just, you're sticking a new coat of paint on something just to make it newer and flashier. It's, you know, it's painting it the pink is pink or the black is black or whatever it is just because it's, oh, look at the thing that we're doing when you're not actually innovating. You're not actually improving anything. You're just adding on a new shiny thing. Yeah. And I think that that happens far too often. I mean it's like just put more hops in it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Five times hops.
0: Yeah. Make it the hoppiest the beer fucking, ever. Or the fucking craft
1: beer is a Gillette razor.
0: Yeah. Or I don't know, we'll brew it at the fucking bottom of the Atlantic so we can make it 93% proof. Like fucking duh. Um but yeah like you look at like cutlery like how 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 many improvements have there been to twelve uh, prong
1: twelve prong forks?
0: Yeah, like you know, <laughs> a comb. yeah, comb. Like, chopsticks have been chopsticks forever. There is there is no need to improve them.
1: Forks, like we how went John from... D. Have you that? These well, should... are fantastic. They are fantastic. To be fair,
0: um, but it's still it's the same basic form. It's just with a little bit of flourish rather than trying to improve it. It's the same with forks. The the only reason we went from two-pronged forks which were easier to make to the the what we know now as the the, the four-pronged fork is because of peas that was it is because it made it easier to eat peas like rather than using a spoon um and like, then
1: we mushed the peas exactly and made them back to the go. spoon full circle yeah yeah there you go
0: um and like the knife like the biggest innovation in knives in the last fucking thousand years has been Making them serrated to cut bread, so you don't need to resharpen them constantly. Like that—that's it. Like that—that's the only improvement I can think of with knives that's actually been, been beneficial, other than like the you know, types of steel or whatever. Like, I think like getting fancy with stuff and adding stuff on because you want to try out something new is is great and all and all good. But I think like innovation in fucking air quotes for innovation's sake is there's there's very little value to it and I think, again, it comes down to, to the reason, like the purpose. What is the purpose of this innovation? Is it to actually improve something or is it to act like it's been improved so you can sell more of this thing or so you can get mm-hmm. more views or more likes or more whatever? Um, but I mean, that all that being said, like, innov- like actual innovation, like actually coming up with a, a genuinely new and exciting idea and a different way of using a thing, like being being actually innovative, spiffing.
1: People that we think that are spiffing.
0: In which case, Al, have you got an orer?
1: Yes, it's azab,
0: azab, which means Al, you are first. Also, that um, was a beautiful kind of.
1: Uh, uh. It was. It was. It was harmonious. Um, this is where Brett goes, oh, how have you never seen this before? But I have never seen Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland before. What? Um, and it's great. And I watched it the other day. Um, and I can't believe I've never heard of this film. It's I like it. if Americans made a Studio Ghibli film. And no way. It's like um, TMS, the studio, who made, like, Animaniacs and Batman, the animated series and uh, Ulysses, uh, Akira, uh, (laughs) you know, just everything that I loved as a kid. Yeah. Um, They made this film and it was written by Mobius, the French artist, the comic book guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like Chris Columbus did the screenplay. Brad Bird was involved. I think George Lucas got involved, but then realized it was even more of a shit show than something he would make. And And I think it was kind of a bit of a bomb. Um, And you can tell by the editing that there was like development hell, but it's just really good and yeah. like creepy and like very japanese um and I love it, and if you've not seen it, watch it. it's on youtube I, it, it, the, I should it say it the' it, full I, movies on YouTube, but it's them that put it on. it's the studio that put it oh, on nice. yeah, yeah
0: it
2: is also uh for anyone around my age. There was an amazing NES game based yes. around it. And it was, I still have like flashbacks of just how much of a drug induced fever that dream that was. It was really difficult too. Yeah. I, I think I watched a speedrunner do it in like 10 minutes though <laughs> last year, which just is always a little depressing. You go, I don't think I ever saw that level in the game. I never made it that far.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's bringing back some memories.
1: But there's there's loads of shit in it that you think they've ripped off from other films, but like no, it was like 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, like that's in Lion King. That's
0: awesome. I will.
2: Such a cool, it's such a cool movie.
0: Yeah, I'll have to check. Just real
1: strange though, real real strange. Um, it's strange, but like good, like like Ghibli strange. I like it. Yeah, yeah, the good kind
0: uh cool good shout i might have to check that out at some point um what was it as as, that me i'm next i am next uh and because they were so lovely and welcoming uh i'm gonna spiff uh the heart Heart heartridge buddhist monastery uh in near in devon um they're like i'm i'm not a particularly religious person but it was just such a welcoming community and they're very um open and non-judgmental uh of people that aren't of the same faith sort of thing um so it's really nice to go in and be able to talk to them um kind of on a secular level without having to go into and without feeling like i'm being preached at or to um and uh and yeah they they, it's just it's a really nice place and you can you can actually genuinely go and stay there for free um you like they've got a website you can drop them an email and say i'm going to be around this area on this date would it be possible to uh to spend the night or to spend a few days there um and generally they'll put anyone up um they might ask for like some contribution in terms of food or to just help out with the the running of the place um but uh but yeah it's just a, a really nice welcoming answer and it was kind of it's a very lovely wholesome experience and i think i'm just kind of a little bit uh in love with the wholesomeness of it all so yeah the uh the heart heartridge buddhist monastery in devon which i will put a link to in the shows um so yeah that's that one and you are next
2: so this is where al goes
0: oh you never seen a movie?
2: <laughs> not true because it's a new movie uh, But it is a sequel slash, I think, part two of maybe three. I don't know. Across the Spider-Verse. So, so good. Oh, gotcha. If you haven't seen the first one, which won a bunch of awards for animated film, which honestly, I think it should. <laughs> the fact that it was animated is the only reason it wasn't put in the other categories of just best yeah. movie that year. Um yeah. I I think what they did with the story, uh, in the first one, everybody can attest to just being good. Um, And there were a bunch of people when we're talking about don't overcomplicate it. Once the multiverse stuff started to become everywhere in Marvel films and a lot of movies and stuff, it was again. It just felt like it was too complicated, right? Somehow, what they've done between the first movie and this one is make a very complicated thing, but focused, right? There's a focus to it. Although it's complex and a little bit, uh, it gets a little overwhelming. That's the fucking point is that (laughs) it is overwhelming. So they lean into it and it makes, it makes the idea behind the film uh, that much more apparent and that much more meaningful to the characters that exist within it. So I watched the second one uh, having been a fan of the first, I thought it was going to be difficult to follow that up. Right, like they broke a lot of molds in terms of what they did with the animation styles and the fact that all these different characters are in different styles. Um, they fucking nailed it again. <laughs> I, I I think my only woes are just like I don't know maybe there's a little bit too much going on because there's just too many people fighting for attention. But even then, very very small argument because it's it's only a couple yeah. of parts in the movie, but. It was really good. So, if I you want a you, distraction, go out and see it somewhere. It's fun. Even
0: even those moments where there is a lot going on, like it was kind of that was that felt intentional. It felt like it was yes. supposed to be yeah. overwhelming. Um, but the I think uh, we had a conversation about this uh, when we both saw it. But the the first like fifteen minutes of that film, like, the first five ten minutes of that film. Was fucking incredible, just like <laughs> so well done. So, and it was again. It was just concentrating on just the very it felt fucking, like a
1: fucking Edgar Wright film. That opening yeah. scene it was just fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was fucking beautiful. Um, and just like everything in it, like there wasn't there wasn't too much going. There was no more going on than in almost any other like big blockbuster. But everything was just done so fucking well, and it just. It was like I, I I had a massive grin on my face from the first beat all the way through. Um, so yeah, definitely just doing
2: such a good job. That yeah. that studio, everybody involved in it, they're just breaking yeah. the mold, but in, in the good way, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same no. thing with everything everywhere. Sorry. I'm just gonna bring that up as a secondary example of how complicated it can still be done in a way that is focused. Yep. I think that's why those two movies based on this conversation that we had around this, uh, podcast like that. Those to me are prime examples of what it means to do the right thing. The overcomplication is overcomplication is just part of the story. It is the yep. focus of things. So yep. it's not meant as a distraction and to make it bigger and better, Both of these films are technically way lower. Well, everything, everywhere, way lower budget than typical across the Spider Verse. That company, like that, that's not a gigantic budget. New Fast and the Furious movie costs ten times as much as that,
0: probably. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Okay,
2: a hundred million. That's that's a that's a decent budget. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the new Avatar was a billion. Fuck them.
0: Yeah welcome yeah i i haven't i have no desire to see it and everyone that i know that has seen it has basically just said it's like watching a screensaver so
1: yeah um the cool one with like the, the glass sphere that goes yeah yeah and magnifies.
0: oh yes you don't get good screensavers anymore pipes. um pipes was good oh, pipes um what was the other one? there was one that was like pipes that wasn't pipes anyway um is there any other business
1: um yeah, Not bring great. back Windows screen savers. Bring back
0: <laughs> bring back
2: classic screensavers. What with, like all these complicated screensavers now? I are. know.
0: The fucking the visualizations that you used to get with uh Windows Media Player or with Winamp.
1: Winamp, you mean? You used to get it with both. So yeah, Winamp ones were sexier.
0: Yeah, this is true. Um yeah. Oh, I, I
1: invented the iPod, right? Because there's Winamp and I was like, why can't Winamp just be a physical thing? Where you yeah. just you just take this little screen around with you with all the tunes on and it and you can play it and, and then and then Apple brought did, it on iPod. Did did you invent it or did you have the
0: an, an idea similar to it?
1: I invented it and, and <laughs> six were made. <laughs> no, it was it was just way too expensive to to get like a single board computer and, yeah. and actually build it and put a screen and stuff on it and, and a hard drive because yeah. it would have just been a full-on proper hard drive. You know, but I, I, I came up with the idea.
0: Well well done, you. Thanks. You, you, you deserve credit for that.
1: Yeah. It uh, was the idea of having the skins, which was, which excited me the most, because yeah. you could have, like, a, your own personal skinned, like, music Can device.
0: Can you remember, like, when you used to be able to, like um, – I can't remember the name of the fucking program now – but you used to be able to, like, reskin Windows –
1: um, yeah, 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 we, and and yeah. do all the the noises and the, yeah, shit yeah. And the alarms and yeah, yeah, yeah. South Park to, South Park recycle bin yes. <laughs> I
0: used to fucking love mucking around with those, and the thing is, is like you could either go like really silly and have like I like, say like fucking South Park themed, or you could go like really like neo futuristic fucking like I'm a cyber hacker. Like <laughs> fucking god, and um, then the
1: computer got think, a virus. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I still think one of the best. Uh, what do they call those themes, right? Yeah, you themes. could download like a theme. Uh, I still think one of the best ones is the Monty Python Holy Grail theme that we got because when you would sign on to AOL and you had you've got mail instead of that, it would go, <laughs> message <voice up."
0: laughs> Brilliant. Oh, can you remember when you used to get like the little um, desktop uh, friends as well? Like you used to have to get a sheep that would just run around on the desktop and jump off of icons and shit. Anyway, I remember um, a... what
1: it's member berries.
0: <laughs> um, I had a What the, so if you want to find us? You can find us <laughs> in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonchair networks you can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13, and you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. The uh, job shack, yay! Uh, and if you want to find the three of us we are obviously fools of tools that's what you've been listening to um we're not getting emails this week no no emails this week Ugh. no no well, i think it's because we had like eight and
1: and we haven't released we, the last episode yeah
0: we we read them all out but they didn't put the episode out so nobody knows that we Damn need it. more
1: um we need more emails we yeah, I need some uh, some sort of um what's the non-branded form of what you make um crystal meth out of what? Sudafed, Sudafedrin. I need some Sudafed.
0: Oh yes. uh you got um hay fever.
1: No, I've got dirty hanging around with children for the weekend. Cold. Uh, not fun. Um,
0: I was yeah. Anyway. Hi, uh, Brett. Hi. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>